Welcome to Real Everyday People, an Eladio Nino podcast. You either die the hero or see yourself become the villain. See too many dark nights and light the way you're living. They got me living. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the El Nino podcast. I'm Eladio Nino, and this is Real Everyday People. So as always, I always start off with gratitude, man, and thanking everybody for sharing, for subscribing, for supporting, for buying my hoodies, for just, you know, just supporting in every way, man. Thank you. I really appreciate you. I hope everybody had a safe and, um, you know, a good a good Christmas. You know what I mean? Mine um, was, was bittersweet because, you know, I recently lost some loved ones and, um, you know, my cousin Nita, my uncle Dave Romero, you know, I had passed away so we had their funerals this week but at the same time you know I couldn't I couldn't just dismiss my blessings because you know um you know I had a wonderful Christmas and probably one of the best Christmases I ever had in, in my whole life so you know thank you you know I'm, I'm definitely uh, grateful for that but um you know today man we uh you know we got some guests coming here you know these guys are entrepreneurs they got some great stories and um you know I'm just I'm happy really to have these guys here I'm gonna introduce you guys to uh, Mike and Teddy Hey, how's it going? Hey, everybody. Thank you guys for having us, man. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. no doubt appreciate about it, man. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you guys yep. coming through, man. Yeah. So, um, so me and you, we met through my cousin D. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. You've yeah. been tight with D for a long time, you yeah. know? Yeah, I've known D since I was about 16. 16 years, 16 old, years yeah. old, okay. Yeah. Well, oh, man, I remember <laughs> yeah, that. Right 16 years old, yeah. And hell D yeah. kind of like, uh, what are you doing around here, you know? Mm-hmm. Snatch me up. Hey, you're gonna get. Come on, you rolling with me? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, D man. She was always the leader of the pack, man. Always holding shit down. You know, it, uh, definitely for me, she's an inspiration for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She was, she's a lot older than me, a lot more wiser than I am. You know what I'm saying? She told me, uh, you know, she picked me up out of the streets. Told me, hey, you need to get your act together. You know what I'm saying? That's dope because she come from the streets. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm she, saying? She's like, she's like, I think you know what I'm saying. You was just out here. Having fun, you know. Yeah. I was young, you know what I'm saying? Nobody, no guidance out there. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about where you're from. Tell us about your parents. Um, my, name's, uh, my name's Theodore. Uh, I'm from Southwest Detroit. Uh, and uh, I've been running a, a company with my buddy here, Mike, for quite a few years now. Uh, with Motor City Drag Kings. It's actually... Uh, Male entertainers played by born transgendered uh, females to male. So we actually both went through a transition. And we've been starting this company and helping a lot of kids, you know. But um, for me, it's about how it started, where it came about, you know what I'm saying, for him. Um, we didn't know nothing about it. Okay. You know? Family didn't know how to react to the way we were born. I went... Being born a female, you know, liking girls at that time, it was, uh, you know, it was really frowned upon, you know. And then knowing what we know about ourselves now, that played a big part in our lives and how our family, you know, represented us. You know, they, uh, they kind of reacted to the way we lived our lives. You know, it wasn't accepted back then. Not just the family, but everybody around us. You know, it was hard to be yourself. So let me ask you something, at at what point in time in your life do you realize that you have a different purpose? You have a different identity. You're supposed to be something else or someone else. You know what I mean? 
Like, like, how do you like? Are these feelings that you get? You know what I'm saying? Is it urges? Is it? Does it start in the body? Does it start in the mind? You know what I mean? Like, what is that transition like? Oh, uh, for me, I grew up in St. Clair Shores, a different, a different part. You know, uh, typical middle class on the east side. Um, I can remember just. I have a younger brother, and I can remember just wanting to be like him and always being mm-hmm. upset and they're like oh no you know girls should be over here doing this you can't play with the boys but i was always like getting into rooftop tag and all this stuff mm-hmm. and then when you start kind of going into your preteens and they want you all to be separate and they're like oh the girls are supposed to be over here playing mm-hmm. with their dolls stuff and i was like it was like the late 80s early 90s nobody mm-hmm. knew what was going on and i was like i just I was like, I'm going to be over here still, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, running on roofs and causing trouble, you mm-hmm. know, but uh, I was always more interested in baseball and hockey and all that for me. So I kind of always knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I started young. Um, as far as I can remember, I have people telling me stories like, no, you when, you know, one time you chopped your hair off. You chopped it all off. You <laughs> told everybody, this is my name and this is what it's going to be. And you was like, no, nah, I'm th- you well, owned, you owned, yeah, you owned yeah, it. I was like, that's what I was. But it, it wasn't until I was, um, it was it was when I was 18 when I actually finally, <clears throat> like, fully like, just came out and everything. So, and then for my transition, I didn't come out until I was turning 20, 29, when I fully, you know, started the process. Mm-hmm. So, I just, you know, to start the whole hormones and everything and, seeing where it takes me so if you I mean if you've seen me before you'd be like that's not that's not you <laughs> i mean you know bro because that's just you know that's a really big commitment in your life like that's a life-changing commitment that you make yeah. <clears throat> because um i mean sometimes you know at certain points in time in your life you become curious about things mm-hmm. and you try new things but to actually commit to something like that you know yeah. what i mean like, and say this is who i am this is going to be my identity yeah, for the rest yeah. of my life like my dad was you tough <laughs> my dad was tough i have I, i'm the youngest and i have four older brothers you know what i'm saying my dad was hard you're gonna work you're gonna do this you're gonna do that like man i I can do anything you ask me to do. I can do plumbing. I can do construction. I can. Damn. I can fix your house. I can fix whatever you need. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's dope. Got the muscle to back it up, you know. And he was tough, but he and then you know, me and this Hispanic background. I grew up with religious, so I was I was born a Catholic, and then when my dad had found out about my lifestyle, he went. I was young, like he when he found out at like girls, you know. Um, he had a, he was like, listen, you know, he wanted to get me to start doing Jehovah Witness classes, you know, with my, my grandma. She lived upstairs mm-hmm. and, you know, they tried to, hey, this, maybe, you know, this will help, this will help. But mm-hmm. I knew what I was, you know what I'm saying? It was just a matter of time. I was like, all right, you know, I just hold it off until I'm old enough to understand. But at the same time, I didn't understand because I was a kid, you know, mm-hmm. there was no guidance there. You know, it was like, I felt different. I felt wrong but at the same time this is how I felt. And, you know, it got to the point where the, you know, the depression kicked in and everything, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're hiding who you are, you know what I'm saying? You're hiding how you feel, you know, you're satisfying someone else for their needs and not yours. You know, it's about you. You're going to live your life, not them. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's not always got, easy talking not, to your parents not, or your loved ones. Or, you know. But you know what? My family came around. Um, like, my family was cool about it. Now, I, I, I couldn't be any more happier. My support system is, is thick. I'm, I'm here right now. Yeah, that's awesome, man. But I know that transition ain't always that easy, and everybody doesn't always have that kind of support either, and that makes that transition more difficult. Yeah, Yeah, mine was the exact opposite. So I was, my dad was just real about school and everything. I went, I went to U of M, I have the degrees, I did all the things you're supposed to do, and I was like, it's still not right, whatever. And then uh, I waited till I was... 30 to physically transition because you you know i knew i was gonna lose my family and i didn't want to lose my family at that time so mm-hmm. i waited plus i'm i'm older than him significantly mm-hmm. <laughs> and when okay. when i first transitioned there was no there was no path for female to male like i was around a lot of you know male to female drag queens i understood it mm-hmm. and i was like i kind of feel that way but it's like the opposite like mm-hmm. but there was no real path so i was kind of figuring it out on my own and when i turned 30 i was like like he said there's just this depression like i'm i'm well like educated i you know i have mm-hmm. a good i can make a good living i have talents um whatever but there was something just not right and you're you're suicidal. Like I tried to kill myself three, four times. And and finally I was like, enough is enough. You have to live for yourself. And I, it's been 11 years since I've spoken to my family. When uh, my father died, they contacted me just because I was the closest living relative and they needed me to sign some papers. So I signed the papers, wasn't allowed at the funeral, nothing. Are you serious? Yeah. So, I mean, Man, I'm sorry to hear about that. Bro, thank thank you. But, you know, you survive and you figure it out and you find a support system. And luckily, you know, in the community, I met Teddy, I met Dee, I met a bunch of people. And Teddy, luckily, you know, with his Mexican family's real welcoming. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, more kids. Come on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And like, I, I, I know for sure I can call his mom anytime. I, you know, she lives in Florida. She even told me, you don't even have to bring Teddy. You can come down with me. So she sent me Christmas gifts. Like, so luckily I've acquired a family and a community. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. So, you know, to pass, you can get the same find your people you always find your people you know so much has evolved you know i i was incarcerated for 17 years so um you know you know i kind of i tried to stay um you know caught up with everything because you know as the population out here changes the population in there changes Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. crime is crime it doesn't discriminate the justice system doesn't discriminate you know what i mean right and you know, they had, you know, they had dudes who were going through female transitions. They had breasts, so they had to, like, house them differently. Um, you know, a lot of the a lot of the younger generations that were coming into prison, like, they were already, like, actively gay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, you know, dudes who went through prison and then eventually got curious or whatever they went through and became gay, you know, but they were already coming in like this. Mm-hmm. So I was right. just paying attention to the new population because I needed to know what I was going home to and you know and and you know I'm I'm the type of person that I always want to be respectful and considerate to everybody's situation you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and um so like one time um when I was in prison I was talking to D on the phone and uh D went you know through she came out 
to the family with her situation when I was already incarcerated. So my memories of D is she was still actively, you know what I'm saying, messing mm-hmm. with men. So then, um, so then the first time I was able to talk to her, I was at Macomb Prison, and um, I was like, "Damn, cuz!" I was like, "Man, I heard you was a bulldike." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she said, hell no. She said, cuz, if you ever call me that shit again, I'm going to punch you in your nose. I said, cuz, I don't, my bad. I yeah, didn't mean yeah, to. I, didn't, I just didn't know. I didn't, I want, But I wanted to know how to respectfully address people. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, no, it's femmies and studs. I'm a stud. And I was like, okay, I understand now. Now I know how to address you. You know what I'm saying? But... Those were just the the names and terms that yeah. we used growing up when you yeah, were young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, it was it was then when I really started to uh, open up my mind to you know being able to address people appropriately. You know right, what I mean? Right, yeah. And right, um, you know, it's a learning process for everybody. A transition is not just for us; it's about our family too. Mm-hmm. Like everybody around me, people who everybody have known transitions. you. Transition. You know what I'm saying? You go from one pretty much like one identity to another. You know, in some aspects you're the still person, but in others you're not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're you're not. Your your mentality sometimes changes. You know what I'm saying? Everything changes with you. It's all. It's just like a. I can't even explain. It. It's just like a switch. You just. Because you make you make sacrifices as well. Like you, you know. In, um, in some other ways. So let me you. let let me ask this. You know. Um, what if you ever wanted, you know, to have a child? You know what I mean? Or you, you know. Yeah, I have. I'm Okay. All right. Um, yeah, my son is um he's four and a half. His name's Christopher. It's my baby. Okay. Um, that's dope. His, yeah. his his mom his mom carried him. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he, that's that's my son. You know what I'm saying? No, no it, doubt it, about it, it. It's my son. Yeah, I respect you know that. And uh, that you know, D her situation is the same. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, you know, I, I respect it, bro. I'm 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 all for humanity. You yeah. know, I'm all for love, respect, yeah. and. And, you know, equality, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. for everybody. It's just, um, you know, me coming out into a new world. Yeah. You know, it's just learning how to address everybody the mm-hmm. right way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because, you know, where I work at, you know, we're community servants. So we, you know, we, we aid and assist anybody and everybody. We got a lot of youth that come in, you know what I'm saying, who are, you know, on the fence with things who are growing into themselves, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And since I've worked at this job, I've seen it with a couple of you, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Some are on the fence with it, you know, some have made a commitment, some still struggling with it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stuff like that. So I just always want to be educated so I can understand, you know, more and learn how to be able to, um, you know, you, you know. How to address them and talk to them. Yeah, yeah. With a respectful manner. I can understand. I, be, because now it's like everybody wants to be identified identified specifically you know yeah. her he she a them you know yeah, what i mean yeah. and um you know i just sometimes ignorance can un you know hurt people's yeah. feelings you know what i mean so i just uh you know i always do my best to stay you know caught up with things man i mean you're human you know what I'm yeah you're human as long as you're asking the questions respectfully yeah and then it's what like it like because i just recently learned about the lgbtq plus you know what i'm saying and i'm like yeah so it was like plus i was like okay so that kind of sums it up to everything up under the sun you know what i mean you know and and it's crazy to say that you know, there's so many differentiations there, between them all. Like you said, I'm when you were around drag queens, 
you were cool, you could relate, but yeah. you still knew that that wasn't for you. you know yeah, I mean? me, it was still tell something. You something. Just like you, I'm still learning too. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't know about him, but I'm still learning too. I'm like, okay, that, you know, okay, it's different. All right, whatever. You live your life. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it's not my life to live. Mm -hmm. Kind of how I look at it. I, you know, sometimes I, I have to look up stuff. I go, hey, I get I my phone and I'll be like, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, no hey, doubt about it. You know, man. hey, if that's what you like, hey, I more power to you. Yeah. Live it. You know, I, I, I wish D was here because. Me too. You know, there was Me a too. question like. Shout out to D. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Cousin D. Love you, Cousin. Christmas, you guys. Please go. Mind you guys. Um, because a lot of people always, always ask the question, like, like, D, she a stud. So they're like, why do women go with women? Yeah, with studs, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you go with a woman who is just, you know, I, is a male figure? I've you asked know? that question and I, I got the same answer from my part. Like, it's, uh, they like that dominancy, man. They do, they like the dominancy, but at the same time, underneath it all day. They, they get a, a, a woman at the end of the day. You know? So they pretty much get the best of both worlds. They do. A little you know bit, yeah. In, in, in more ways, you know. I, I guess I mean yeah, shit. I, I just because I'm like that. Uh, you know, you got you got men. What is it? You get a two for one, right? <laughs> you get a zoomy and a whammy, huh? <laughs> it, show me something brand new. Show me something I ain't done before. Hell no. I just uh I'd be confused. You shut your ass confused. <laughs> Sometimes I do too. I go, you did what? Hell <laughs> uh, But you know, man, I just um you know, what was it like, you know, making um that commitment mentally and then, you know, just you know, what's the first step, you know, and is it admitting it to yourself and then to the family? Is it like what's the most yeah. important part? Because like you said, you know, you made a sacrifice. You knew this yeah. wasn't going to sit well with your family. So you sacrificed your family, you know what I'm saying, to be able to identify with yourself. Cause At I, that point, it's a decision. For me, it was a decision. It was a life or death decision. Mm -hmm. It was, are, are you done living at 29? Is this it? Or mm -hmm. you have a whole life to live and there's a whole world where you can walk through the world and be comfortable and be happy mm -hmm. that, for me it, the first step is admitting that that was that was my only choice mm -hmm. now you said that um you had uh, tried to you attempted suicide like four different times like mm -hmm. how how did you attempt and why did you attempt um i overdosed um tried to overdose ended up in the hospital stomach pumped uh i just couldn't do it anymore where you're like living this fake life and then you go home and you know you have pets and you're alone and there's no one to talk to no one to relate and mm -hmm. like it's this fake show that just becomes exhausting like you go to holidays and you're like Oh, I have to completely change my wardrobe and my hair's not long enough right now and this isn't, you know, so everything's just uncomfortable and it's just exhausting. It's mm -hmm. exhausting and you find like for me it it was easy cuz 
I didn't, I went to college, but I didn't teach because I knew that that just wasn't going to be the place where I was going to be okay. So I ended mm. up working in the bars and I was doing shows. I've been a bartender for way too many years. <laughs> so, uh, you know, drinking is, was just easy and I'm not saying that it's right and I don't recommend mm -hmm. it, but mm -hmm. I, you can find yourself at the bottom of a bottle very quickly and mm -hmm. you know, the bottom of pill bottles. You try to drown yourself. I, I personally could never really hurt, like, physically the pain. Mm -hmm. Not for me. Mm -hmm. But, like, I, I was hoping all four times to not wake up from everything that I ingested. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's really intense. That's really deep to be able to reach that point in life where you actually want to just not be alive anymore. You know? And I can relate. When I was younger, I... You know, I was going through, you know, having an identity crisis with, you know, racial issues and things mm -hmm. like that. And, um, you know, just feeling like I didn't have a place to belong, you know. So, uh, but that's like a, a make it or break it point right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, thank God that you're still here. Oh, and yeah. uh, you're able to live comfortably in your own skin. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, um, they don't make it that far. You know what I that's mean? True. And um, so, you know, you live to, to, to fight another day. And, um, you know, I just, you know, thank God for that. Not, yeah, I'm very lucky. I was thank God blessed. You're here. Thank God you're here. <laughs> now look where we're at. <laughs> right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you guys met and then, you know, how you guys <laughs> get to where you guys so are like, at today. Um, well, we met actually in a lesbian bar. <laughs> um at the time uh so at the time this bar in this situation kind of pitted the studs or kings sort of against each other like oh you two have talent you're not supposed to be friends you're supposed to one-up each other and whatever and uh we just came to a point where it, it was just ridiculous and he called me one day and he's like you really want to mess with everybody's minds and i was like well i usually do yeah <laughs> it's like so uh i'm booked in pride why don't we do this duet and uh, it, you know it starts with me and then you come out and it'll just mess everybody up and ever since then i mean we're complete opposites the way we grew up <laughs> the way we grew up who how we you know and everything about our lives stuff like that work no like though. everything everything like is complete opposite control he keeps it in line yeah <laughs> uh, i mean maybe yeah. everything it comes hand in hand you I'm know you guys balance each other country, out. Mm -hmm. you know but uh you know we did that pride and it just balanced out and then uh for the kings they're not really booked in Michigan. There was nowhere to work, nothing to do. And we were like, well, if we do this and kind of do like a production company and it's something to sell, not just one person trying to get in with all these queens. Because um, like we said, we're very different even when we perform. We try to teach a lot of young yeah. people. Because a lot of people wanted to do it, man. I can tell you a lot of people wanted to do the whole drag thing. I didn't know nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? I ended up looks like you be having you know, fun hey, while you're hey, doing it. Super I, fun. I, I be I, seeing I, the pictures on yeah, Facebook. I'm like, this guy's having the time of his life. Oh, I do. I love it. Yeah. It's it's uh it's my therapy, man. It is. It's my um. I actually, I, you have I was practice sessions. I was hanging out. I was hanging out with and and the guy, the bar, the bar that he works at. 
And uh, we didn't know each other at the time. And I, I was I probably had a fake ID. I ain't gonna lie. Head. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was in there dancing. Lady comes up. Stephanie, I want you, you know, I was hanging out partying, you know, wilding out. And um, I think I threw him out once or twice for dancing on the tables, wouldn't get down. So <laughs> 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 then, uh, next thing you know, lady said, uh, come dance at my club. I said, all right. She sent me to a club, and it was actually Stilettos, mm-hmm. uh, it's one of the biggest lesbian bars in Michigan, and um, ended up going there, meeting uh, meeting up with some people, and then they showed me, they showed me what to do. They was like, oh, actually, they took me to Pink. They sent me there, and then sent me to what Pink. What is Pink? Club Pink was a, it was a the same owner, the same owner, was over there too, and uh, just went out. She was like, this is an audition. You better dance. So I'm like. Started dancing on the cage, dancing, you know, having fun. I was young, I didn't know about it better, you know what I'm saying? I was 17, 18 years old. And uh, I said, you know, they, they said, we'll pay you to do that. I said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. So I walked in, they said, uh, you're going to paint your face. You know, first they were like, what's your name? I said, my name's Teddy. You know, like, I was big when I was younger, so you know what I'm saying? I was like a teddy bear. Okay. So it kind of stuck with me. And, um, she was like, all right, well, that's your name. Here, it's put me in a room, in a dressing room. I'm watching everybody put their face on, putting facial hair on. I'm like, okay. It's cut, cutting off your hair. My guy had long hair at the time. So cutting off your own hair. And then there was like trimming it down, trimming it down. And they used like some glue or hairspray. Put it Get out of here for real. I tell you what, yeah. taping yourself down, taping, you know what I'm saying, duct tape around your chest. All right, put some boy clothes on you, throw you on stage. Okay. When did it? Dance to, uh, to Get It Shorty, right? Of course you did. Of course you did. getting down. And then, um, next thing you know, I made a I killing. It was throwing okay. dollars at then, you. Dollar, mm-hmm. dollar, make you holler. Yeah, then I actually you know I was doing shows probably like four nights a week. Like, Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I, so I who is that appealing out. to? Who do, who is it appealing to? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> that plus yeah. everything in the yeah, plus, right? yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, it's it's all about it's all about what your fantasy, right? What your illusions are. You know, everybody has a fantasy and that's that's what we're like now that's what the company does. It fulfills fantasies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Freaky. You yeah. freaky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, he does country, Luke Bryan impersonations, you know what I'm saying? I do some okay. Bruno Mars, you know, a couple, you know, yeah, yeah, there, you I know, Bruno Nick, Mars, that, yeah. You know? So, um, you know, we do the gay bars, with, uh, Gigi's is our main uh, spot where we're at, so. Uh, I bartend there, and, you know, that Gigi's has a lot of bachelorette parties because, you know, bachelorette's a safe place to go to a gay bar, mm-hmm. boys aren't bothering you because they're busy with themselves. And then even the gay boys, they're like, oh, you two are pretty. So we make our money from that, too. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Okay, but, yeah. If you like a good show, man, it's just it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's so do people, like, really book you, like, to, like, do events? Or have you yeah. traveled out of state yet to do any work? I've, I've internationally a couple, you know, mm-hmm. a couple times. Uh, That's sweet. Yeah. Uh, we've been. We worked in Canada. We did, we did a tour a long time ago. We was really... When we started the company, like we I did was St. Louis, Missouri, we're in Ohio quite often, Indiana. But now, like that was when we were younger. 
We both have careers now and day jobs. Mm-hmm. So now we're mostly doing, so. yeah, mostly now we're doing, you know, events like this, educating people on drag or we do a you brunch know, the trans thing but we do shows we do a brunch once a month at Gigi's. uh we, so we've done bingos you, lately are you guys able to like reproduce like what about having like a school or something where you teach others to do the same thing or i mean we've had workshops like mm-hmm. that we've had them yeah. um you know obviously throughout the years we've had them you know we have a facebook page mostly drag kings you know, we each have individual pages. People reach out to us all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need a hand, what do you need to know? You know, this is... Yeah, I think it's just another avenue to venture off yeah. into. Because yeah. it's like, with me, everything I learn in life is not mine only to obtain, but to also distribute. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Knowledge is for distribution all, for all, for the well-being of yeah. all. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. if this is something that's, uh, you know, that's lucrative within your community... Yeah, we, we actually... We, <coughs> We sponsor the Motor City, the Ferndale Pride. Yeah. We sponsor, our company sponsors them for uh, their Pride show. You know, we get a group of entertainers. Not not just working with Kings, like being in this industry for as many years as we have, we actually branched off to a lot of people. I mean, traveling, like meet networking. Mm-hmm. Facebook, man. Facebook is, mm-hmm. it, it's the web, man. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It, 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 everybody. It, it makes me talk to people across the state in different countries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they always talk about the world is at the tip of your fingers. Oh, before, man, I remember having to stay up all night making flyers, you know what I'm saying, trying to get them printed and everything. It's it's different now, man. It's Facebook. It was, what, MySpace, too? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? But that's the key to it, you know, networking. But now what? Like, do you guys utilize, like, uh, Instagram and, you know? Instagram, Facebook, um... That's about it for us. People uh, find us though. Probably they word of mouth is always. Do, we it's do a lot of college. Work, a lot of college stuff. So there's oh, always yeah? the meet and greet yeah. at the colleges, and people ask questions and they mm-hmm. ask about makeup techniques because you got to figure college. That's their that's their first show, right? Mm-hmm. They just turned eighteen. Yeah, unless oh they're sneaking in. Hey, Those are mean, favorite shows though. They, you know, they're awesome in the colleges because like I just. Did Albion? I mean, he he does a couple colleges out there. We do like Michigan State, Michigan University College. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do these pretty big shows for them, and they mm-hmm. love it. I mean, they love it. You know, okay. it's 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 you know, and then they also have to let them know, like, make announcements, like, and this is this is the hard part. It's sad. So the kids want to take pictures, right? It's a big college. Kids are taking pictures, and they have to make an announcement. Hey. Don't post any pictures unless you get the consent of somebody because not everybody in their family knows they're out. Mm-hmm. Not everybody in their family is okay with them being here because of what the commu- what the show was. Yeah. I was like, man, this was recent yeah. for me. I was just like, I said, you guys take all the pictures you want with me. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm here for you guys. But it, it, it hurts to live like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. No Living shelter, whether you, no matter what you are, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just to be able to be like, you know, you can't even post a picture because being just the scared of discrimination from your own family yeah no doubt man that um you know that's 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 very challenging you know mentally you know where where's on you spiritually you know what i mean and um you know it just you question loyalty you question people humanity everything you know angles you know all that stuff let me ask you guys something um and, and 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 a lot of these questions I'm coming because there's a lot of people that had these questions but never asked them. You know what I'm saying? So 
with the ladies like what's the what's what's life like you know with the ladies like how does that go because <laughs> you know what i'm saying you guys are some handsome dudes you know what i'm saying and i don't <laughs> think like you, you, when I grow up. you know <laughs> you gotta see you get out and then you know look fresh oh, yeah. and everything oh, yeah. and, i love the dress and uh <laughs> so, so like how, what happens when a girl's feeling you and she's like what up you know what i'm saying uh, like <laughs> like where do, where, where do we go from here you know i'm pretty i i i, I was married I was actually married for most of my career. Um, <laughs> I, I was married to my wife since 2012. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, we've been separated now, but um, I, it's it's kind of like you just got to be upfront. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, this is who I am. You know what I'm saying? And and how you, often you do you get girls that dig it? You know, like you know what? Fuck it, I'm with the shits. Or do they be go. like, oh wow, well. You're handsome, have a nice day, or no, how does no, it go? No, like, no, no, they 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 get pretty crazy. Do they? This guy, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I don't care. That's daddy. Great, how that country boy bring his ass over here? <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. You just have to be honest. It's it's a matter of it's a matter of safety. It's a matter of respect. It, you have to be mm-hmm. honest up front about who you are. You can't be like. Taking somebody on three or four dates and be like, surprise, it's, yeah, it's disrespectful. No and, man, giving people an opportunity, you know what I'm saying? And it's just a matter of safety. I can't imagine that anything would happen to one of us, but it could. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and yeah, on the flip for our girls, point. like, you know, we have transgender girlfriends, okay. like that. You get yourself in a dangerous situation and get hurt. Yeah. People oh, are getting yeah, killed definitely. out here for not being honest. So. Yeah. But so, how does that conversation? Her, hey, I'm, hey, like, let's have a drink. You know, I mean, you can be nice to people. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm nice. To Are you people. like, hey, listen, this is why I'm no, taking or leaving. No, I ain't gotta tell you nothing. Me, I ain't gotta tell you nothing unless you, you know, really, you know, if it's going that far. But if it's just conversation, be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. I like, some people, you just gotta just take one ear and out the other. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I'm saying, especially when you're in a club drunk and you get the drunks. Yeah, yeah. That's what oh I'm... my God, I love your jacket. You, mm-hmm. you want a picture? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you know, I love your glasses. Something, you know, yeah. things kind of like, oh, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Be nice, polite. They start conversating. Or, you know, or even me. For me, it, it's different, you know, because I, I have a son. So mm-hmm. I, I go to Chuck E. Cheese. I, it's just me and him going places, you mm-hmm. know. And people just make their comments, you know what I'm saying? Oh, look at him and his dad, you know. And then just conversating and start talking about kids. And you have more kids? And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. So, how does that conversation go with your son? Um, so, I started my transition just right after he was born. Okay. For me, me personally, you know, everybody has their own beliefs on things. I didn't want to um, confuse my son, and it's hard. Mm-hmm. I wanted my transition for him to be a fresh start. You cannot tell my son I'm not his dad. Like, he's like, mm-hmm. that's my dad. That's my dad. Mm-hmm. So, my pictures as I was younger, I had short hair. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell. He was like, "I want to see you when you're younger." Here's a picture. He goes, "Blue jean, grow a beard. Hey, Good for you." <laughs> I had a jacket like this and a, mm-hmm. and a cap, and I was sitting there looking at my mm-hmm. mom with you know short hair because I cut it. Mm-hmm. You know, so he doesn't think any differently. I'm, I'm, he tells me I'm the greatest dad in the world. So it's you know, what I'm saying? Man, he, dope, he doesn't see me any different. And my family is grateful for they they accept him to understand that nobody addresses me in a different way around him. Mm-hmm. And that's what I ask, like, you know what I'm saying? Don't confuse myself. When it's my time to tell him, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell him. And I'm going to be upfront and honest with him. Mm-hmm. But 
That's dope, man. I respect that, man. When he's old enough to understand is when it comes down to it, you know. And I, and it being, I was scared too, you know. I was scared because how would other, you know, how would other people feel seeing, you know, two moms together? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know that's not how I felt. But when I when I held my son for the first time, I didn't feel like a mother. I was like, I was like, I'm not, I couldn't do it. I told my wife, I was like. Uh, I'm not his mom. I was like, I'm his dad. And she was like, what? I was like, all right. I got to do it. And a lot comes into play with the transition starting. You, know, mm-hmm. man? you go through all the emotions, man. Can you imagine your, like the estrogen and the, and the testosterone just clashing with each other? You know what I'm saying? You, you, it's a whole process, you know, to go through it. You have to go through the therapy um, mm-hmm. To make sure that's what you want, to make sure you're comfortable with the name you 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 want to be addressed as, how you want to be addressed. Make sure you know you don't flinch when somebody says something to you. You know, it, it's a process to take, and mm-hmm. I I think everybody should do the therapy before fully taking that big step. So having that feeling, like you said, when you held your son, you didn't feel like a mother a mother figure. You felt like a father figure, you know? Yeah, and, like, no, and that was going to be one of my questions is how do you know what role you play? No, I you know what I'm the saying? First time and I, was, I looked at him like this and I was like, oh, I'm your dad. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I, mm-hmm. we're going to do some, you know what I'm saying? Have a son too, mm-hmm. you know? When you, when you go through that transition initially, like, do you just practice with girls to figure out that's what you like before you figure out that you're the dominant one? Like, you're the stud? Or some like, people do, some people don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For me, I just I'm always been a dominant. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I am. Like, but that's from my dad pounding in me. Like, hey, this is what you're gonna do. This is how you gotta be. Don't rely on nobody. Don't don't depend on nobody. Nobody's gonna feed you. Nobody's gonna take care of you. Nobody's gonna clothe you. You gotta take care of yourself. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, the bottom line, that was it. So it was. The dominance was how I was raised. My brothers, my brothers were tough. They were like, you know what I'm saying? Don't be no, be no sissy, you know what I'm saying? Shut me out, know what I can say out here, you know Real everyday people, baby. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't try to keep it clean, but you know what I'm saying? But like, don't, don't be a pussy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, they taught me how to throw, like you said, throw football, be tough. You know, this is how you're supposed so to be. So you grew up around with yeah, men, tough. a lot of all, men, you all know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm in the same industry as all my family. We're all in the same work industry now. I, you know, I follow the family tradition. My cousins, my uncles, my dad. You do what factory uh, heavy work? Industri- well, started with heavy industrial work. Like, I was working in the steel mills, you know, being the only girl. Before, this is before I transitioned, you know. I'm throwing 150-foot hoses, six eight-inch hoses over, over the truck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm putting these guys to shame, and, you know, I started. Everybody was scared. Oh, you know, you don't want to do this work. It's too hard. It's too hard. Okay, well. Guess what? I'm a boss, and I'm your boss now. Mm-hmm. So this is what you're getting out of My cousin D be working, busting her ass. He was doing construction, hey, too. Hey, D like, was my assistant Damn. at one point. They hired Damn. D to be my assistant to, to drive me from Texas and back. You know what I'm saying? Damn, yeah. that's so, sweet. Yeah, I got to make my job. They take care of me. You know what I'm saying? So That's dope, man. Yeah, and then they accept, and my job accepts me, you know? Yeah. Like they I, they, they use my situation. preferred name, you know what I'm saying? They use my a name, they use, you know, how I identify. They treat me with, the, you know, respect. They above and beyond for me. That's dope, yep. bro. And that says a lot about your character, oh, you yeah. know? And, they take and that, that ain't even about your sexuality. It's about no, your it's character. About, you know, yeah, how you carry yourself. When, when, you, when you talk to people with respect and treat people with dignity, 
you know, they'll move mountains for you, man. Yep. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And uh, and I know that through personal experience, you know. Yep. It's just about how you treat people. But you also have to have that confidence, too, you know what I'm saying? That's it. Growing up, just be like, you know what? I, this is how I want to live my life. You don't like it? Not my problem. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's not my problem. Mm-hmm. And that was a, a big game next. changer for me is that you can't control people. You can't control their thoughts. Man, people the world would be perfect. Biased, like, you the world yeah. mental, be perfect. You know, and, uh, you know, it's just once you can learn how to let go of that and just, you know, learn how to govern yourself. And, and my favorite saying by Bruce Lee is be like water. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to conform to any and every situation, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody's not the same. Every environment's not the same. Every setting is not the same. Right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. So you're constantly going through transitions in life, you know? But now, I'm happy. That's dope, bro. I mean, you live a pretty good life, man. I see you on Facebook all the time. <laughs> you're always happy. Traveling. Always dressing and eyeing. So. Mm-hmm. I live my life with my son, you know what I'm saying? That's my plan. I just want to take care of him, be a good dad. On, you know, raise him to be a good man and uh, travel the world so that, and just be happy. That's it. That's all I need, me and him, you know. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the core values that you teach him? Like, you know, about um, work ethics and just life skills and stuff like that. Manners. 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 Manners are very important. Manners they get the you very thing. far, like, man. Excuse me, the what biggest thing? Okay, you know, he'll thank you for spending time with me. Mm-hmm. You know, do you talk, tell people, please thank you. You know, me and his mom are pretty, we, you know, we're good with that. You know what I'm saying? I tell people, those are three magical words. Please thank you and excuse me. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, but that my son a lot is about well, who you are. well managed. He's well managed. He's, he's a good kid, man. I think me and his mom did good. <coughs> my family, too. You know, my family helped our family. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I got a good one. But other than that, like, I teach him. I want to teach him how to fix things. You know, like I said, I'm all hands on. So come on, you're gonna help me do this. You're gonna help me do that. You know, even if it's just holding something. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna watch. You're gonna pay attention. That's and dope, man. Always eat your food. <laughs> always eat your food. <laughs> taste, taste the foods, man. man. You get the picky kids. You know, but I mean, you can't help it, right? But for my son, I feel like. Oh, I don't like that. No, here, try it. Next, you know, he's walking around with a big old piece of turkey and ham in the other hand. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's the thing about teaching is exploring, you know, because so many people, they stay in a comfortable mindset, you know what I'm saying? And they don't explore. They don't try everything on the menu or certain things. Or, you know, there's been a park around the corner from their house that they've never been to just because Mm -hmm. so many people just stay in a comfortable, you know. Explore. Yeah. And and you want to give, let let them know that there's options, that there's a world full of options and opportunity and you know to explore yeah the world's yours man you can explore Mm -hmm. yeah definitely Mm -hmm. and people don't really realize how big the world is you know because most people you know live within their own means and feel like that's Mm -hmm. the whole world like the rest of the world is is is, um compatible to their current situation Mm -hmm. and you just don't even know there's so much more so much better there's a lot more so much more yeah, even going just to a different state, you know, going to, you know, a different city, things are different. You know, people oh, yeah. are different. They treat you different, you know. Yeah, the manual is different everywhere you go. It's, it's nice, though, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't know how to react to it. You look around, but then, you know, other times people are just so welcoming, you know. Yeah. What do you guys think about, like, today's, um, like, generation of youth, you know, and... uh 
you know, it just seems like, you know, and, and, and specifically in our community, because so many men from our community went to prison, got locked up during gang indictments, drug indictments. Right. They wiped out the whole neighborhood of all, you know, uncles, big brothers, fathers, you know what I'm saying? And then the mothers pretty much raised their kids sheltered, you know, because, mm -hmm. you know, me growing up back in the 90s, the streets were tre treacherous, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you can get killed any day for anything and everything, you know what I'm saying? There was always shootouts, you know, gang fights, all that shit. Right. So, you know, once everybody went got hauled off to prison, you know what I'm saying? It's 50 at a time. Oh, yeah, it, it has now. But um, the results of taking all the male figures out of your community and then the mothers wanting to protect their kids. But, you know, I just, you know, sometimes I feel like I understand the concept of the mother nature to want to protect your kids. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes you do them a disservice by doing that because you don't allow them to explore life and learn. Right. You know what I'm saying? Learn, you know, other things by, you know, socializing, you know, they get deprived of that privilege. Even today, there's a lot of kids in the programming who have a hard time communicating with others because mm -hmm. they don't know how, where to start with a conversation, right. you know? It, it's hard. I'm not from your neighborhood, mm -hmm. but, you know, I manage a Starbucks and it's over on Mac and Radnor. So it's the Gross Point border in the Detroit, you know, we try to hire, you know, to the, reflect the community. So I have mm -hmm. a lot of young kids from the Detroit side um and they're 16 17 they can't look me in the eye and have a conversation and i'm like what is what is happening mm -hmm. and then you ask them more questions it's because they do still have shootings so they're not allowed out their house unless they're going to starbucks like mm -hmm. we have to close our store early because it's not safe to get the kids home yeah after dark we close at six o'clock so that all the kids are home before the sun's fully down mm -hmm. and I personally have done my best, probably because of my own background, but I have, like, the most diverse team you could find mm -hmm. ever. And I actually, you know, I have 16-year-olds, and then I've got, like, a 55-year-old super flamboyant <laughs> gay man. And, like, mm -hmm. they all get along, but I've heard so many times, you know, I never would have met anybody like you. I never would have met anyone like Eric. And, you know, mm -hmm. he's 55, and he's like, man, these kids... I don't understand them, but they sure are funny. <laughs> like, yeah, they yeah. are. I I literally have no idea what they're saying any mm -hmm. ever. They're always singing at me. I don't know what it is, but um, it's really it's sad to see that they're in their phones. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's powerful, but they can't look you in the eye and have a conversation because they're mobile ordering and running in somewhere and then their mom doesn't want them out of the house and mm -hmm. it, it there was just no sad. management there was no discipline yeah you know, that came with it. it's just you um, hand them and and it was and it was um it was accommodating the needs of parents because that kept the, the kids entertained you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying they would stay put and stay entertained while they had to work or whatever they Give had to skill, do. Give them a skill, man. Give them yeah. a skill. Yeah, yeah, That's absolutely. Give them a skill, you know, mm -hmm. teach them something. Like at, uh, uh, where I work at, at the DHDC, they got a robotics program. And it's amazing to see these youth coming in there working with, uh, you know, um, engineers that come from Ford, GM, and all that. And they're mentoring them. Yeah. And it's just amazing because I'm like, man, 10 years from now, you guys are going to have great jobs, you know, working yeah. on, you know, great careers, 
you know, and, and you know, that's the future of, of, of this country is engineering, bro, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So it's uh it's nice to see them being progressive in that form, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh yeah, I just I just sometimes um concerned about how how the um today's generation, you know, moves forward, you know, um as far as when it comes to communicate because people have I've even heard of people having full blown relationships on Facebook and you know, never even met each other, you know Dang. what I'm saying? You know, it's like it wow, that's crazy. Like is that imaginary? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't I'll be honest, I met my girlfriend, we're long distance on Facebook. Mm -hmm. But we've we've met in person since. <laughs> okay. Well we talk yeah. for you know, four or five months before we finally were able to connect in person. But mm -hmm. so internet's good and bad. But you have to get out of it and meet people. Yeah. Or, or it's just when you substitute you this for real for reality. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I think that it has, you know, pushed the world in the right direction. But at the same time, um, you know, if you misuse the privilege of these things, you know, mm -hmm. now you're substituting or replacing <laughs> real feelings, real friends, real experiences yeah. for this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be alone. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what's the future of your guys' business looking like, man? Well, right now, um, I just, with COVID, obviously, man, it's it's terrible. So, kind of took over a lot of the ways we perform. Yeah, a lot of places are limiting. So, um, we've still been traveling. Uh, we just, I just did a brunch in Lansing, and then uh, so we just do one. We we just like a brunch in Lansing. What was that about? A friend of mine booked me. Uh, like I said, we still get booked into in there, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, so you guys actually perform. Oh, you guys perform. We participate in the Drag Queen Bingo. Um, mm -hmm. I actually just started, uh, we're getting ready to start a mini show, uh, Latin Nights at Gigi's. Um, I believe it's the 16th of January. It's the 16th, yeah. So they're playing all, like, you, uh, D will be DJing. D's and DJ. DJ Illusion, baby. But, yeah, uh, find we're it. popping up with a mini show in between. Um. They, you know, many shows of uh, Latin impersonators, you know, such as like, uh, you know, see if we can get like Jennifer Lopez, you know, Pitbull, and uh, all kinds of impersonators to come through. That's sweet. So, mm -hmm. so do you have like a promotional team? Like, do you guys do it on your own? Do you guys do it through word of mouth? Do we do like, it on our own through word of mouth? Yeah. Okay. What about like flyers and? and... Um, the, the bar usually makes them. Sometimes I, I used to make all the flyers. You know, you get with my man uh, Jose, man. He knows, uh, you know, he knows how to get you on the on the blipping on the bulletin boards, mm -hmm. the electronical ones. Oh, you know, nice. Jose, so, you you know, anytime you guys got big events like that, mm -hmm. and he could put them wherever you want. He could put them out of state if you want to be in Ohio oh, nice. promoting in Atlanta, wherever you want to be. He could do that. So nice. maybe uh, you know, after the show, you guys could get with Jose, man, and yeah, next yeah, time you sure. guys got a main event, you guys could get with him and he'll uh, figure out locations for you, and yeah. you know. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, sure. definitely, Thank you. man. Yeah. You know, yeah. Roberto Drag Queen Bingo. Yeah, yeah. They have their Drag Grizzlies bars. Will be where we pop it off at. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, this Friday at Grizzlies yeah. Lit Music Entertainment gonna be hosting an event there. Yeah. So, who's you know, like, your Drag guys, Queen? Don't worry. <laughs> who's the Drag Queen? Who's the Drag Queen? <laughs> they want to know who the Drag who's Queen the is. I forgot. I don't know. That's my boy Rick. He be dealing with it. So. Oh, okay. Okay. 
All right. Probably no. Plug you in, trust. Probably no. We'll plug you guys in. Okay. That's what I love about coming here is the networking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that I was always were I was always taught that your net worth is determined by your network, yeah. and that's what I love. This is like a networking hub. Like any, you can come here and just connect with somebody who's going to help you move forward, evolve. You know, put that piece into the puzzle. You know, every what I'm time I link up with you, that's what it turns into. <laughs> every Ain't no time doubt. we, you know, I started. You know, I was the. Uh, we, one of the guys seen my jacket and mm-hmm. he wanted to he wanted to buy my jacket mm-hmm. he was like make me some jackets yeah hell yeah, yeah. So, well yeah. that's what it's about and that's mostly what we try to do when whenever we book pride or a big show we book somebody that's never been on a big stage before mm-hmm. try to give them their opportunity you know to feel that energy and that crowd and you know uh our sister bentley she started hosting for us because we don't like microphones Mm-hmm. But we'll do all the other work, and we were like, we need somebody, and she was like, oh, I think I'm funny. So we gave her a microphone, and now she's do all kinds of bingo. She works at Hamburger Mary. She's working in Canada and Indiana, and she, she I'm not going to take credit up. for her career, but she you know, yeah, her. she blew up just you know hosting. So we try to give everybody their start and help them with how to make costumes and do your makeup. <laughs> You know, we have the girls that work with us, our family, you know, House of Sapphires, they help us out. They make our they make our, our costumes. Bro, why don't you why don't you guys host your own event? Throw an event at like the Senate Theater I, you know on what? Michigan. I, I, after huh? being at the Senate. Take them to Grizzlies. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's take it there. But yeah. but I mean you guys can yeah. actually host an event. He's a promoter. Jose you can go. get you yeah. promoted, you know, and I mean I think it would be dope, bro, yeah. for you guys to actually host an event. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and definitely bring get, you, you know you all your friends involved, yeah. and you yeah. know introduce that you know to the community. I bet there's plenty of people that would love. I to thought about that. it when uh, when we went to the event in the Senate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Remember? Yeah. That's a that's a wonderful location. It's a nice place. I was looking around. I was like, you know, I haven't. I've never been in there, and I've grew up over there in that neighborhood. I grew up in Chopin, Michigan. Mm -hmm. You know, for twenty what twenty some years. You know, so when I grew up over there, and I was like, I've always seen it, and I've never known it to be open. That was the first time I went in there was when I went for your event, and I was just like, man, it's really nice. Yeah. And I was looking. I started talking to D, and I was looking at the stage and everything, and. You know. And I love it because everything's local. And that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. is networking with your community. You know, they can use the business. You can use the opportunity. Yeah. You know, everybody can show up and show out. You know yeah. what I mean? I yeah, think it's definitely. something that you guys might want to consider. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then there's so many more people that you guys will meet and be able to network with and, you know, take your business to a whole nother level. Bro. Right, right. Yeah, yeah you know? definitely. Definitely. You know, and, and I just... I feel like all the resources are right here within our community. You know, you used to have to go other places and look far and, you know, look for people to, you know, fulfill all the positions. But it's mm-hmm. like we have everybody here. You put in the work, you get a good outcome, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. And, and if you're a good person, man, I'm telling you that, you know, people will aid and assist you. People will move mountains, you know, for mm-hmm. you, man. Right, you know. Right. And uh, so, you know, just an idea. Yeah, especially when, you know, you build the bridges. You know, with people, which one thing we're grateful mm-hmm. for. Then we we, gotta... Hopefully 2022 brings some good things this year. Yeah, yeah no doubt, you know, man. Hopefully just... when the weather breaks and everything calms down, we can get some bigger events. <laughs> yeah, because it's just real sad. It's unfortunate right now because, um, you know, everything is just, 
you know, everybody's getting sick. This yeah. COVID thing is the really serious. Is so a lot long. of people are passing away. Mm -hmm. I, you know, everybody, there's a, some type of germ or virus in the air in one form or another, whether it's COVID or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like life, you know, there's no uh, certainty right now. Everything's so unpredictable, yeah. you know, with jobs, businesses, with everything, man, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, this has definitely um, disturbed our, our way of life. Mm-hmm. You know, but Most you know definitely. So we'll see. Hopefully something can be in our future. You know. I've been kinda of stepping back into it a little bit. You know, I stepped out being a dad, you know, I had to put my son first. Yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. You know? But you know, I when when you reach that point there, though, bro, it's time to pass the torch. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I come out for <laughs> I come out occasionally for an event here, an event there. You mm. know. Mostly, like I said, I just Take care of my son, you know, do my job, mm -hmm. trying to live life, you know. How much you guys usually charge for an event like that? All depends. I don't know if you want to put it out there like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, bro, this is your business, man. This is your business. I want you to promote. Event. You know, it might be somebody watching, like, yeah. oh, we'll see these two freaky motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 you know, inbox us or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It depends on the So where can the they find you at? Um, Modesty Drag Kings, uh, Facebook. You can find it. It's easy. It comes right up. Okay. It used to be, we, we've actually had multiple. It wasn't just me and him. It was uh, five of us. And completely different. Completely mm -hmm. different. You know, one of us uh, actually went to California and is living, doing shows out there. Too much shows. Doing a little acting out there now. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, okay. You know, and then uh, the other one... Uh, he became a family man. You know, he hung, he hung his hat up. He said he's done. He's a family dad, so full time. And then uh, we have one that acted. He's acted with us. His name is Dante Cabana. Mm -hmm. You know, he does. He promotes his own shows now. You know, you know, we we attend his events. Like he asked me to pop up every few months. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can do a show like that. You know, I just can't be out as much as much as I used to. Obviously, like before, like the week. And, Mm, I can't either. I'm too old. I mean, I one time we, it was here in Michigan on a Friday, and then jump in the, the car after the show, drive twelve hours to Missouri, and then get out, take a shower, do a show, jump back in the car, drive back to Michigan to perform at uh, at the time it was Hustlers, the strip oh, club. Yeah. Okay. So they hosted. Oh, the um, what's your name? Uh, yeah, on uh, Dream Girls. It's now. Dream Girls oh, okay, now. Yeah. Because yeah. so when I was in the joint, I heard that there was a hustler in the hood, and I was like, yeah, "Damn, that's yeah, crazy!" You were, you was, but by the time I got out, that bitch was already yeah. changed to something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was like a brand name. It was like Playboy, you know, mm -hmm. Hustler, hustler Playboy. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that's, you know, that's yeah. got to be some extravagant shit. Yeah. I had fun there doing the shows there. It was pretty cool. They got down. They was wild, you know. They, they were wild they, there. They, 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 were, they were. It was good interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's talking about Magic Men there. Magic Men, yeah. Oh, okay. yo. Talk about fifteen hundred women show up at one time. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, Florida, I believe it. It's For unreal. Real. It's unreal. Off the hook, bro. Yeah. But see, it, just like the Magic Mike, we're selling a fantasy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I just. I was That's dope. You got hey man, you you know you the you the host, baby. You the voice of Detroit. Boy. <laughs> hey, you wanna get the wall ready for us? Yeah. Yeah. It's all the fantasy, that's it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
So, so like, how do you guys do? You, when you guys come together, do you guys come together with like ideas? Um, do you have your own networks? Like, um, like, how does that work? Like, what what is your part of the business, and what's your part of the business? I come up with a grand plan, and he tries to back me up by TK. There's always a grand plan. I'm like, let me see if I can find somewhere to figure this out. <laughs> we piggyback off each other. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. people don't know who I am. You know, and they've seen him out of you know out of state because we do our own bookings too. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. He travels, goes to you know these states. He travels a oh, lot. Oh, for real? Oh, so you do yeah. even independent? He, yeah, independent yeah, independent. Oh, okay, I've been traveling a lot more because my girlfriend does shows so I've, I've been crazy places recently <laughs> the last okay. year we're going to texas for new year's she's booked so oh yeah. man all you need out there is shorts a t-shirt no, I, I know i looked i was like oh babe it's gonna be weird as quit my new year so we, we we do individual bookings on our own too so mm -hmm. i branch off they'll tell me hey what are you doing on this day or he'll even, he won't even give me the option he'll be like hey don't book yourself. Hey, Leave I got this. And we're going here. Okay. You know, yeah. and then, you know, vice versa. Hey, I'm going to be in Indiana. What are you doing this month? Are you in town? Because he travels a lot. You know? <laughs> so I was like, are you going to be in town? Yep. All right. Well, we're going to do this show. Make sure you're back. And then jump in the car. We'll hit the road. Go do a show. Yeah. Come right so do you guys have like a routine that you guys do? Or do you guys just freestyle it out there? Hey, wait, if, I, I if I tell him like I want him to do a song with me. So I don't know if everybody's familiar with what we do. Um. You've seen Dry Queens, if you haven't, uh, a lot of, uh, we lip sing to artists, your favorite artists, songs mm -hmm. that you love, and we reenact them on stage to our own vibe, or sometimes impersonations. We're going to be down to, like, the exact costume, you know? So, um... Okay, so you guys impersonate others, yeah, and then yeah. you do, it's like karaoke. Yeah, or you can do your own. You lip sing, or do your own thing. So what is your, like, main characters that you do that uh, you're best with? So... I do. Um, I love. I do Chris Brown. A lot of Chris Brown. Uh, Prince Royce. I branched off to the Spanish community as well. I was doing it in Southwest. Um, mm -hmm. All Latin shows. I was doing uh, Romeo Santo, and, uh, Daddy Yankee, Spanish ones. Um, Damn, for real. Yeah. Okay. Um, romper, romper. <laughs> get it going. Uh, I'm happy, Pete, man. But Bruno Mars is one of my big ones. You know, a lot of requests for that Bruno, man. Everybody loves Bruno. Mm -hmm. uh, doing it into the weekend, you know, just everything. If I feel it, man, I'm gonna dance to it. You know? mm -hmm. I don't care who it is at this point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you my style, the way I wear my clothes, mm -hmm. you know, the way I wear my costumes. You, you get that song, but every time you think of that song now, do you, you do know? multiple ones in one event or yeah, you just yeah, 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 yeah. oh yeah, yeah. So three or four hear, numbers a night? So if you hear the weekend, you don't think about him no more. You think about me. You see me on stage. Oh my God, you did that song, remember? Yeah. Yeah, and what about you? Oh, I don't dance. Okay, I'm just kind of pretty, so I do. <laughs> I, you know, I uh, have a lot of rhinestone costumes, or and uh, I do a lot of country music or anything that's like more emotion. Okay. I have no rhythm. It's just not gonna happen. <laughs> but I know all the words. <laughs> yeah, no. And they tell me I'm pretty, so that's my thing. So who, um, like who makes your uniforms? Do you have them uh, specially made, or do you? You, you know, um, our sister Emma Sapphire is sewing for us right now. Um, okay. Yeah. So. And then uh, we do our own custom on things. It's mm. certain things that we need, right? <clears throat> Particularly uh, one. You know the illusions, how how we you know perceive it, 
I wish I could show you. I probably have to show you a picture if you, to explain it better, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, everything to make the illusion real, you know, because surgeries come with it. Surgery mm -hmm. comes with transitioning. Mm -hmm. you know, what do you have? What are you working with? How do you disguise it? How do you hide it? You know what I'm saying? I've known drag queen, drag kings, man, out here, and they tape them to their back. You, you know, putting Damn. putting a Damn. double D or double E in the under the armpit for real? with some duct tape. You know what I'm saying? It's it's brutal. You know, mm -hmm. do the stuff. So it's all about what we want. I do a lot of my own um, designs. You know, like you guys do some airbrushing like too, huh? Uh, I got a guy. I got a guy. Rico's graphic. Yeah, we have some. Okay. Yep, yep. Uh, he takes care of me, so um, he does a lot of my big custom jobs. But for okay. jackets and stuff like that, I like to design leathers. Sometimes I like to design my own pants. It depends how I feel. That's sweet. I like to stand out, especially when I step out, even on my regular day basis. I like. You know, I like people to stop. Yeah, you're like, fancy. Where did you get that jacket from, man? I'm like, I made it. What? You made it. Yeah, hell yeah. And I'm looking at the store, and I'm like, that's my design right there, and I just keep walking. So. Yeah, that's dope, man. You know, and it's crazy how fashion has evolved so much, because... Like I said, bro, when I left the streets, you know, everybody was still had shit hanging off their ass. Everything was big, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And I come home and I everything small, more fitted, tight, skinny, you know, mm -hmm. straight. You know what I mean? But but the creativity though in fashion these days, like I'm like and I'd be amazed because like when we were recently Christmas shopping and shit, like we seen like like kids, you can, they can wear pajamas. Even like young adults are just walking around the malls in slippers and pajamas. Yeah. And like that's just, that's the thing, you know, that's their thing, you know what I mean? And it's just Try like. Try to pull up an image so you can kind of get the idea of the uh, illusion, right? So, a little bit. Okay. So that's how, like chest plates. Yeah. I hide the chest plates from blending in, you know. So it's all about what kind of. Style you're going for. You yeah, know? yeah, no doubt. And who's that? That's Bruno Mars? Nah, that's just me having some fun, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's me, I guess, right? Yeah. Sometimes, just, sometimes you hear a song, right? You feel that song, right? And you play that song on repeat. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it my way and how I see it. That's that mm -hmm. you see it in cowboy. That was hey, that yeah, ride it out. <laughs> that's dope, hey, man. Hey, Genuine made money off that pony, right? Hell <laughs> yeah, he definitely did for sure, man. <laughs> But yeah. listen, man, it was definitely great having you. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> shit dry. You ain't bullshitting. All that damn talk, <laughs> But left, um, it was definitely dope having you guys on here, man. Oh, thank you. We thank definitely you appreciate us. you guys, you know, sharing your guys' story and everything, mm -hmm. man. And, you know, I hope that, uh, you know, it reaches somebody that needs to hear your story, you know, just to educate yeah. people and, like I said, hearing your stories, you know, and the you know trials that you went through, you know what I mean. Hopefully, your experience will you know save somebody else's life. You know, um, <clears throat> me and him, like I said, we're open. You know, if somebody's out there listening to it, you know, if you have a son, daughter, you know, a child that you you know you're questioning how to how to build that relationship with them, how to talk to them, you know, we're an open book. You know, hit us up. You got questions? We're here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's better. Find our Facebooks. Go ahead. Reach, reach out. out. Reach out. What is it? Motor City Drag Kings, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Motor City Drag Kings on Facebook. Uh, and reach out to you know. You know, you need some advice. You need some guidance. You need some input. You know, reach out to the too high, man. The rate's too high for these kids. Mm -hmm. You need to bring it down. You know, even if you need to educate yourself to 
like I said, learn how to love your kid more, you know what I'm saying? Learn how to love them, what to do, what to say. Like you said, educate mm-hmm. yourself. Feel free to ask, you know. No you doubt. Know, us is always open. No doubt, man. That's that's great, bro. You know, that uh, you know, you allow yourself to be open to accept, you know, people who, you know, might lean on you, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You Everybody know? needs somebody, you know. Yeah, absolutely, man. You gotta start somewhere too. Mm-hmm. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna let you guys sign the wall of fame. You guys find a spot where you guys wanna put your name and go ahead and leave your uh, signature on the place. This has been an episode of Real Everyday People, part of the El Nino Podcast. Check out the El Nino Podcast live on Facebook every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And for full episodes, the El Nino Podcast is available on Facebook and YouTube.